Hi guys and welcome back to Midday Match with Livy. Clearly I am fucking Livy. How is everybody? I hope you're all having a beautiful day. Let's just jump straight into my week intro. Well, first of all, if you were wondering how I'm feeling, I'm very I'm feeling very like it's like hard for me to breathe right now currently. Not sure why. And I just have like such low fucking energy. Loki think I have COVID. Um, but I did just have it, I think. And I just kept saying it was allergies, it was allergies, it was allergies. It was definitely COVID. I don't know. You know, like I never know anymore if I have COVID or not. But yeah, I'm like, if I sound like I just ran a marathon and I'm out of breath in this week's episode, that's exactly why is because honestly, I could have COVID. I'll probably go get a test, a little swabby swab up my nose and that's that. But let's get into my week intro. Um, what the fuck was I on when I wrote this? I had a beautiful weekend with friends. I did. I definitely drank a lot this weekend and I'm definitely feeling the consequences of it now. You guys know I can't drink like heavy because I become such a depressed bitch. Like so depressed for like a good two, three days. I'm just like not well. I'm completely unwell. I'm a fucking bitch. Like it's just not good. And I'm just sad and I'm anxious. So like I try my hardest to not have weekends like I just had. But also at the same time, I'm 20 fucking two. I got to live my goddamn life. And if I want to down tequila sodas, I'm going to down tequila sodas. And that's just that. But um, I decided my vibe this summer, like in Chicago, my vibe was always like rooftops like rooftops were my vibe like I just wanted to be on a rooftop rooftop pools are my vibe this summer because New York gets as hot as Satan's asshole so I would rather just be like splishing splashing in a pool like that is my vibe all summer and I'll be at the equinox in Hudson Yards tanning my life away that is like what I fully plan to do I feel like I don't really need to give you guys any other week intro because I'm giving you a life update this is my life update episode. So let's just get into it. Honestly, I normally write my episodes down to like a T. I improv some things, but I normally write my episodes down to a T. I haven't wrote that much. So let's just get into like this crazy, this crazy life update I have for you guys. So first things first, work. Let's talk about like work because I am so okay obviously you guys know I do like TikTok and everything and social media for work but I also do like other work as well because I can't like that (laughs) babes the amount of money I spend monthly is like not normal it's actually fucking bizarre and like I need I want multiple streams of income I'll always want multiple streams of income whatever so I picked up a little side hustle job a little jobby job for me to like I always tell everybody, I'm like, I work this job so I can afford like more Dior lip oils. Like it's not about anything else. Like, but that's where I'm at. So it was like, this job wasn't that serious to me, but the story, this is what I'm trying to get at is like, this job wasn't that serious to me. So when I tell you the story, you're going to be like, oh my fucking God. But it got, it like literally consumed so much of my energy. So let's just get into the story. Okay. Let's get into that. So I started working at this new place. It's a very high-end place. It's a very, like, bouge of the bouge. The bougie of the bougie go there. It's like, the stories I have from this place are fucking insane. One day I'll tell all of them, but, like, 
just the clientele is like absolutely fucking nuts. So I started working there and there was this one guy and I thought he was my manager, but it turns out like he wasn't my manager. And I'm a little nervy to tell the story, but I'm going to do it anyways. And he would like push his boundaries with me a little too far, like very touchy, very flirty. And I was like super uncomfortable, but like I couldn't say anything because I was brand new. So I was like, you know what? Let me just like keep this to myself. I'll just deal with it. Like he's very touchy. He's very flirty. It's uncomfy as fuck, but like I'll just deal with this, which like nobody should ever do. If you're uncomfortable, speak the fuck up, like speak the fuck up immediately. I was just like, you know what? No, I just got this job. Let me not cause all this drama. <laughs> Little did I know I was going to cause like the most fucking drama. Um, so it was uncomfy, but like I just dealt with it myself. And then I met this one girl, love her to death, absolutely love her. And I was telling her about it and she was like, oh no, like the same thing happened to me. And it was just her and I sharing stories back and forth of what this guy has like done to us. And we just really connected, like literally love her, love you girl. And... But it like made me feel really not alone. I was like, okay, I'm not the only one feeling this. Like I'm not the only one feeling this way about this person. And like she was telling me stories of other workers that work there in general. I mean, not in general, that worked there too, that also felt this exact same way. And I was like, this is horrible. And like her stories were 20 times worse than what like my stories were. But I was like, this is where this is leading with him. You know what I mean? Like this is where this is leading. So like, I don't want to get any further into this. And I was like, fuck, like this is where it's headed. And I'm like, this is fucked. Like, I don't even know what to do. A couple weeks went by and honestly, it just kept getting worse. Like it just was getting even worse. And I was like, this is so bad. Like I'm not dealing with it. Like this is horrible. I was uncomfortable coming into work every day. I just like didn't like it. Like I don't like to be fucking touched. And I like genuinely was just annoyed. Like I was like, this is so fucking annoying. So I told my manager and then he was like, okay, write me an email. I'm going to send it straight to HR. And I was like, okay, perfect. So after the email was sent, I had to have a meeting with the head of operations of this place. I go to this meeting and it's some old fucking white man just playing down the sexual harassment 100%. It was like the dumbest meeting of my fucking life. Let's call the old pruny white man Derek. Um, So I go to this meeting and Derek is like, you know, I'm telling him everything, which is a super vulnerable thing for me to tell him in general, because the things that I'm saying that have happened are like pretty fucked up and like nobody in their life is going to want to talk about this shit. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So I'm like, Derek, like this happened, this happened, this happened. And he's like, you know, I don't know, I guess we'll have to train him. And if you want to take this into like a formal case, um, your names are going to be involved. And we didn't want our names involved because we were scared for our safety. And he was like, yeah, no, like nothing I can really do about your safety. I mean, like if you choose to go to HR about this situation, um, yeah, like your names are going to be involved. There's going to be an open case. So I'm like, okay, basically you want me to have an open case and work on the floor with somebody who was sexually harassing me and many other girls. Like, that's exactly what you want. And he's like, yeah, like, that's just what's going to happen. And then he pulled out his notepad and started making me tell, he was like, all right, when did this situation happen? Mind you, I had been working here two weeks at this point. So he was like, when did this situation happen? Like, let me write down the time next to it and everything. And then made me act out the fucking situations. And I was like, you're just, and he was like, yeah, like, ah, you know, there's not, many things we can do about this situation and he's like you know maybe there was like you know we'll just train him like you know we'll train him it'll be fine maybe there was a language barrier and I'm like 
he very clearly said things in English. Like, there was no fucking language barrier. I'm like, this guy was sexually harassing not only me, several other girls on the staff. And I'm telling this man other things that he's done to workers that no longer work there that are federal offenses. And this old white man, Derek, is like, yeah, like, I don't know what to tell you, girls. Like, I don't know what it is. And it was just sitting there for an hour being super vulnerable, saying these super embarrassing things. And I was getting so fucking worked up. And I was like, just forget it. Like, I I hate this. Like, this is so dumb. And I left that meeting feeling like completely defeated. And I was like, this is just horrible. I was pissed. I felt like I had nowhere or nothing to do. And like, I call my mom and she's like, just quit, you know, live like just, you'll find a different job. Just, you don't even need to like, you don't want to work on the floor with this guy. Just quit. And I'm like, no, fuck that. I shouldn't have to quit. Why is everybody else making it seem like it's a me problem? This weird fuck is sexually harassing people. Why is this a me problem? And I just got really mad at my mom. And I was like, of course you would tell me to fucking quit. I'm not going to surrender because I'm like, this man is like not, you're scared for me or whatever. Like, fuck that. This guy deserves to literally choke. And like, I'm going to make sure that happens. And I just felt like my whole life men have just taken from me and never had any consequences. And I feel like, this sexual harassment stuff has happened all the time and there's just never been any consequences. Even with the guys that sexually assaulted me and raped me, I never even pressed charges, which like, fuck that. I totally should have done it. So I was like, I'll be damned if I let another situation of me being harassed and the other ways that every other situation has ended. Like I'm just not fucking dealing with it. But I felt so stressed and I felt so lost. And then I was like, bitch, you're fucking Livy. You have the power in this situation and don't forget that. And honestly, it was me calling my sister who like reminded me like, oh no, like, like you're fucking Livy and you're going to like cry about this situation. Wipe your fucking tears and boss up, like get your shit together and go and threaten some people. I was like, vibes, vibes, honestly, you get me like no other bitch. So the next day I go into work and I'm like, fuck this. My voice deserves to be heard. I don't deserve to deal with sexual harassment at work every single day. So fuck this. And I I went to my manager and I'm like, hey, call up Derek. Like, I want to have a conversation with Derek, who is like the head of operations of this entire establishment. And I'm like, I want to have a chat. So Derek comes up. I started off this conversation. and I'm like, okay, let's call the guy who was sexually harassing me, Bobby. And I'm like, Derek, can I have your email? And he's like, of course. So I say, okay, like I write down his email. Mind you, I was very nice to him the day before in the meeting too. So he's not expecting this to come out of me. I'm like, all right, thank you so much for your email, Derek. I go, and I say to Derek, I say, okay, perfect, Derek. Thank you for your email. So basically tomorrow at 5 p.m. when I step foot in this building, if Bobby is still on this floor, I'm going to get my legal team involved and I'm going to go legal against you guys. And also, I'm going to tell the exact story to my sister who's a writer for the New York Times and I'm going to go public with this situation because zero tolerance means zero tolerance and I'm not going to tolerate this anymore. And that email you just provided me, I'll have a written copy emailed to you from my lawyer stating everything I just said. The man was stunned. I was stunned. I was like, did I literally, did I I literally just say that? I threatened legal action and I threatened to go to the press, which honestly the press would have hurt them more than anything. But he was like, okay, I completely understand. He will not be here anymore. I completely understand. And I was like, because zero tolerance means zero tolerance, Derek, get that to fucking gether. And I didn't say it like that, obviously, but 
in that moment, I felt myself come back. I was like, oh, I'm this bad bitch. I was like, there she is. I missed her so much. I'm like, that's Livy. I fucking missed you. Where were you, you little sad little bitch? Like, where were you? And I'm like, oh, I was right here all along. And I was like, in that moment, sticking up for not only myself, honestly, I mainly did this for the other people that were in the same situation as me because I just couldn't fucking stand to see them get taken advantage of because like they genuinely didn't deserve it. And like, I'm going to speak up. I'm a bitch. I'm a cunt. But not every Everybody feels that way. Not everybody feels like they have a voice. And I felt like I like did something for other people. And like, I was like, there, there I am. There is your girl. Here I am. And after that conversation that I had with Jarek, I never saw the man that was sexually harassing me ever again. So that's just my little work update. I'm just out here doing God's work for women. No big deal. No big deal. I'm just out here doing God's fucking work. All right, (laughs) another little work update because I think this is so funny. I don't think I ever told this story and I was like, whatever, I'll throw it into this podcast episode because a lot, since I've moved to New York, okay, nobody's asked me if I do OnlyFans, but I think I like somehow, like I've genuinely like, okay, I'm getting to a point where I'm like, fuck it, I'm just gonna sell my vag on OnlyFans. Like Anna Paul does it, I'm gonna do it. Like I'm just so over this. I don't wanna do these side hustle working. Like I'm just so overworking, I can't fucking lie. Not actually, like I sound like a spoiled little bitch. I just wanna do my comedy all day long. Like I just want that to be my full-time job. And so I'm like, I don't wanna work, whatever. But... Obviously, I would never do OnlyFans because I want to be taken seriously as a comedian. Not say, yeah, I said what I said. Anyways, um, I like comedy is just what I want to be known for. Not this bomb ass pussy on OnlyFans. Okay, anyways, a year ago, like a year and a half ago, Livy was in a, a place where she was feeling independent, bad bitch, amazing, but also poor. I was also poor. I was also genuinely broke. And not when I say that, I don't actually mean like struggling for my life out here. I just mean like in my, in my eyes, I was poor. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to make an OnlyFans. I'm going to launch it. It's going to be the biggest thing ever. It's going to be so amazing. I can't wait. And it was really into spirituality at this time. So I'm like at night asking my angels. I'm like, angels, should I be doing OnlyFans? I'm like, <laughs> just that sentence. Angels, should I be doing OnlyFans? No, but like dead ass. I was like, oh my God, like, should I be doing this? Like, I'm going to launch it. It's going to be huge. I never was post like planning on posting my absolute vagine I was just planning on posting like bikini pics that everyone sees on my Instagram. I was like, why the fuck not? Why would I not do OnlyFans? And then I saw a TikTok of this girl being like, it starts off with bikini pictures on Instagram and then it goes to meeting up for sex. And I was like, I I could see myself getting in such a fucking rabbit hole because when I'm making money, oh, I am making money and I'm going to be like, oh, I'm going to do whatever I want to make money. And I could see myself absolutely prostituting myself out. Like, I don't know why. I just totally could actually see myself taking down the wrong road. Not actually, but I could see myself getting so fucking intense with it. I really could. So you guys, I was, I was rejected from OnlyFans. Like I was fully rejected. I like, was like, I'm going to set up this account. And I honestly think it was those angels that I was talking to earlier. It was definitely my dead grandpa and grandma being like, absolutely 
fucking not are you doing OnlyFans. You say you're only going to post bikini pictures and the next day you'll be popping your pussy on that app. Like, no, Livy, absolutely, absolutely not, Olivia. Absolutely not. But like OnlyFans just kept saying they couldn't read my ID and like my ID wasn't valid. And I was like, you guys are just fucking lying. Like my ID is valid. You just don't want me to be the top 0.01% earner on this app, OnlyFans. You're fucking scared of me. Like you're literally scared of me. Um, turns out I think it was just like a blessing in disguise because I look back now. I, I don't want an OnlyFans. I do not want an OnlyFans. I would have taken it too far. I don't judge anyone who has OnlyFans. If anything, I am a little bit envious. Um, get in your motherfucking bag. Like, get in your bag. But yeah, genuinely think it was like my angels and my dead grandma and grandpa being like, apps, you find a different route, find a different fucking route, Olivia, of just being like, absolutely not. And I was really in my like empowerment phase where I'm like, I'm gonna do, it's my body, my choice. Like I'm always in that phase, but I was definitely like, my body, my motherfucking, I'm gonna do what I, I'm gonna sell, I'm gonna do what I want with my body. And sometimes when I get out of those phases, I'm like, dude, like you didn't have to make an OnlyFans to prove that you're like a bad bitch boss woman, like relax. So that's the story of how I was rejected from OnlyFans, not only in the real world, but also in the spiritual realm. My dead ancestors were like, absolutely not, Olivia, find a different path, find a different path, you dumb bitch. So that's that. Now let's get into the part of the episode I know you all probably want to know about is my love life. Okay, my love life. I honestly didn't want to talk about this, but then I made a TikTok about it. So like, I'm more loyal to you guys than I am TikTok. So I'm like, I might as well just chit chat with you. This is like so much for me to talk about. You have no idea. Um. Okay, so like, obviously... I don't even know if I want to put this out here. Whatever, I'm going to do it anyways. Um, I met someone. Obviously, if you're on my Instagram, you see my soft launches. And I made a TikTok about my mom meeting my boyfriend. So things move so quickly. Living a fairy tale, I won't lie. I still feel like I'm living a fairy tale, but like we'll get into it just insanity like this man is the nicest guy to me he definitely has his own faults and we're gonna get into those fucking faults in a minute but I was like this is insane to me because like this was the first time I felt something for someone in like five years like five six years you guys know I don't date like I haven't dated so like this is just absolutely kind of fucking nuts to me he's not my normal type whatsoever he treats me like a queen like as he as he fucking should and as he should keep up he knows that that if you don't treat i'm gone if you do not treat me like a queen but i just living a great like that month was just like unreal the first month that we met was like unreal just we have a great connection and we just fell for each other so quickly and things moved so fast and it was like didn't even have a time to like catch my breath and like next thing you know I'm not answering my whores on Instagram anymore it's like how did the plot twist so fucking quickly from me being this single bad bitch and like building a brand off of independence and like fuck men they're all literal trash to me then falling in love and getting my ass eaten by a french man almost every single night like how did the plot change that quickly in my life i'm just so confused how it literally did a full fucking 180 but whatever um yes i'm very happy 
Like, it's just weird to me. It's just so weird. I can't even accept it. I'm like, ew, this is so disgusting. He knows that I'm very much like, ew, this is so disgusting. Like, I literally can't even accept this. Like, this is so gross. Like, I can't, I can't believe we're here. I can't believe I'm doing this. It's so disgusting. Like, I just can't. But I, he does treat me like a queen. Like, he does treat me amazing. We've had a couple little hiccups. Um, So with those little hiccups, I like took a step back from everything because I'm like, you know what? everything is moving so quickly and you just did something that pissed me off you can literally fucking choke so like give me a moment and so I'm like I just like need to like breathe like I just feel like it's going so quickly but like I love it and I hate it at the exact same time I love him and I hate him at the exact same time and it's just such a weird mixture in my life and I'm like I just can't believe this but like genuinely treats me like a queen did I get a flower delivery of 50 roses the other day absolutely fucking yes um as I should I said this should be faves this should be a weekly thing I don't know what you're doing this should be a weekly thing um no he's great he's wonderful he does need therapy no I'm okay no I'm sorry that was not funny that was not that wasn't funny he definitely listens to my podcast like I know he's gonna hear me say all these things about him and he's probably smiling listening to this right now because I'm very much not like it's taking me a while to like open up and be vulnerable so I'm definitely like I fucking hate you 24 set it's like really weird for me to be in like a relationship um poor guy I'm like I fucking hate you 24 7 and he's like what and then the next minute I'm like can we go get french fries like can we get french fries like literally it's just weird it's a weird balance but like I'm still personally trying to figure everything out for myself and like obviously he's still in my life I just want to like slow things down down but at the same time I want to get married tomorrow no like it's so it's so weird but like I am happy um he definitely did something to piss me off and like I said he can fucking choke for doing that like that I'm not happy about whatsoever but like my biggest thing I think I've realized is like that's what comes with relationships like not everything's perfect people fuck up people make mistakes and obviously not a huge mistake like he wasn't making mistakes like fucking other women I told him specifically I will literally ruin your life like I went into full detail of what I would do if he cheated on me and he just sat there he took me on this little boat ride on like Sunday and it was like a cute little date and it was like so romantic and beautiful and in the middle of this date I decided to be like just so you know if you ever cheat on me I will fuck up your life so drastically I will fully block you on every single thing possible I'll move far away you'll never hear from me again in my entire life I'm gonna block you on every single social media platform you're gonna watch me become absolutely disgustingly famous I'm gonna change my hair I'm gonna change my life I'm gonna act like you never fucking existed existed and then three years is gonna pass and then I'm gonna show up randomly I'm gonna come and I'm gonna have we're gonna meet up in the park but this whole time I've been stalking you and you're gonna bump into me and all those feelings of unresolved trauma are gonna like come to the surface and you're gonna be like oh my god like I miss you I love you so much and I'm gonna have sex with you knowing I have chlamydia and I'm not gonna tell you for a year and a half in the middle of I said all of that in the middle of our boat ride. Like it was such a romantic boat ride. And I'm like, just by the way, just so you know, um, this is what I'm going to do if you ever cheat on me, which is absolutely ridiculous. And like it didn't need to be said. And I still said it regardless. And honestly, like is what it is. And he was just like, okay, 
Sounds good. I love to know it. Sounds good. So yeah, when I say we had like a little hiccup or like a little issue, I don't mean something like he cheated on me because we all know how that story is going to come out. We all know how that's going to be. Um, but yeah, I try, I'm trying my hardest not to be toxic. Let me tell you. It's, <laughs> I don't feel like I'm toxic. I just feel like it's harder for me to like open up and be vulnerable because I'm like, ha, like I'm just literally fucking nuts. But yeah, it's a, such a good thing though. It's such a beautiful, he's such a beautiful person to have in my life. So like no matter what happens, I'm grateful to have him in this moment of my life. And he does make me a happy little gal and I am very confused as to how this plot just twisted so quickly and I didn't think I'd be this open on the podcast and I'm just slowly transitioning from being that single bad bitch and like having all my Instagram whores which those will never go away and that's a given but to now being like a girlfriend ew did I just say that out loud I just said it out loud but yeah to like being a girlfriend and I need to relax on breaking up with him every five seconds um and that's just that but yeah every relationship will have like little hiccups and like little issues and I just need to accept that because I definitely have that issue where I think everyone needs to be perfect and like don't fucking talk to me if you're not going to be perfect and it's like calm down like Livy calm down a little bit but yeah I'm, like, in a relationship or whatever. Like, I'm out here dating. Like, out here with a boyfriend or whatever. It's no big deal. But, like, actually, I keep telling him he's not my boyfriend. But, like, he is my boyfriend. So, yeah, that's that. I cannot believe I just told you guys that. That's a little bit insane for me. All right. I feel like those are the biggest updates that I have in my life. New York in general, I'm loving it so much. I love every single part of New York. I'm absolutely fucking obsessed with New York. Honestly, moving here was the best thing I ever did. I out here getting people fired for being sexual harassers and I'm in a relationship for the time being because I'll switch up quickly if I need to. But yes, that is my big life update. I love it here. Like, that's the biggest thing is that I'm so in love with this fucking city. I wish I could shove it inside me. I love it so much. All right. I love every single one of you. If you want more of me, follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at SheIsLivvy. Don't forget to do that, you dumb whores. All right. Sorry. Anyways, love you. Have a great day, night, evening, whenever the fuck you're listening to this. Bye, bitches. You're beautiful, and I'm obsessed with you. Tonight.